Hello, everybody, and welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our double header episode because it's actually a review and a preview together. That's what happens when you have games in midweek. So, we're going to sort of uh, do a review of the games that went by, but more of a preview of the games that are coming. So, we'll try to do both and uh, we'll see how far along we get. Uh, but joining me today on the show, uh, once again, uh, welcome Nishikan uh, back. It's been a while since you had you, but it's great to have you back yeah. again. Glad to be back. Yes, and also we have Kaneya joining us today. So Kaneya, welcome as well. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's great. Yes, we, we have our usual suspects back today after that midweek uh, video that we did with uh, Farhan and Mike uh, for the uh, for the appointment of, of Ralph Wangnick. If you haven't seen that one yet, do check it out. So it's a nice uh, little conversation that we had there. Uh, but uh, all that on that note, we'll kind of get start, uh, started and look forward. And we've got so many things to look forward to. I think we'll, we'll start a little bit off track here. Um, Nishikan, we speak, spoke about uh, Norwich um, to start off with, and we were like talking about, you know, how many points are they going to get, you know, dead search for relegation, but slowly, it looks like uh, Dean Smith has come in, he's kind of, I don't know whether it's a new manager bounce, whether it's doing something, but they've actually started to pick up a few points here and there, um, I mean, who knew, if you play, if you sign players on loan and you actually play them, you know, that it makes, <laughs> it makes a difference, but it uh, looks like Brandon Williams, mm-hmm. uh, Billy Gilmore, they're doing well for Norwich and they're helping them out. Yeah. Um, yeah, do you, do you still see them as maybe getting out of relegation? Do you think there's a chance for them to kind of get out of relegation still? I don't see that happening. I mean, they haven't lost uh, in the last four games. Right? So that that's definitely a good thing. Uh, you know, much needed points uh, from Norwich perspective. But uh, I don't really see them, um, you know, getting out of the relegation zone. I, I still think, uh, you know, they've always been a... Cl- club who's up one year down next down the next then up again and down again right so i expect that same thing to happen uh, I, I don't really see the team as you, you know they, they simply do not have like the team that can kind of keep them up there's a lot of competition considering you know watford and uh, uh southampton who have kind of a lot better teams, but they're still uh, in the bottom half of the table and would be, uh, if Norwich were to get out, they'd have competition with teams uh, like Southampton and Leeds United, right? Who I I think, uh, you know, have a lot, you know, better personnel. So I I think Norwich would probably still miss out on, uh, you know, uh, staying in the Premier League and would likely get relegated. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, yeah, it's it's, uh, it's a nice little story, but yeah, we don't know where that's going to end. They're actually up to 18th now. We thought they would never get out of the 20th spot. They're actually up to 18th, uh, so not that far away. But on the flip side, Kanea, I mean, talking about Newcastle, I mean, they were lucky in some ways to get away with the point. Uh, three Losing all three might have been disastrous, but I, I, we keep having this conversation, uh, you know, because they're obviously going to bring players in in January, but... Uh, there's a chance that they might get cut adrift of it. Of, it might be too late by that point uh, yeah. for them even to get players. Uh, t- I mean, it's 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 a uh, what can what can how do what can Newcastle do to kind of maybe get through to December and you know, because they're still the only team that hasn't won a game yet. It's just it's just funny as long it goes on, but it, there's just something that's not clicking. Absolutely, I think you know we've we've spoken about it previously as well, and we've said that you know money doesn't buy you games. You still have to perform. The whole thing is, you know, there's the good thing is there's they're scoring, but then they're conceding at the same rate. So something has to stop. Like they have either they have to improve scoring more goals, or they have to improve defense defensively. 
something has to happen there and generally you know december is a time where you have you know games coming thick and fast you you know where they're going to stand like mm-hmm. they they should have won this norwich game and you know i could even say that's for norwich norwich should have won that game because both had equal chances uh it was just like it just ended in a draw and that's it but the games that are coming next so newcastle plays burnley next which is which should it's it's, it's actually a relegation battle again like they're yeah. playing the third team in the relegation uh, yeah. so but after that it just becomes a little tougher for them because you know the next four games after that is leicester liverpool city and united like <laughs> so you know games. exactly so i i would even say that if they get if they get a draw in these four that's a good result like if you even see norwich they they're also kind of so they're going to be struggling all all the bottom i think right now the relegation teams have really tough fixtures in in the december window but then for for how to kind of put his stamp on it i think he has to focus maybe defensively more at least try to make it like difficult for people to score they can they can they can score from open play they have good players i'm, I'm you know wilson is back fraser is playing good so they have you know uh, uh, maximan as well so they have some quick players who can play mm-hmm. counter so but i just feel, the problem again is the fact that they're getting a manager in the mid like just before the mid that's you know it will take a couple of games for eddie how to actually put his stamp on that team as well and you know do they have that time i don't know yeah well at the moment uh, they are not that far off they are well, six points off of watford uh, so i mean there's still obviously hope then they're going to play burnley next uh, which is another relegation six pointer so be uh interesting to watch uh we'll kind of switch gears to uh, more close to the top now uh since we've done our obligatory bottom table uh stuff that will make people happy no i'm kidding uh but we'll talk about chelsea this can because uh they scraped a result against watford in some ways i think they were a bit lucky just i mean nobody's complaining you get those kind of games and we were actually talking about it before we got on air here um is it i i actually thought this is it injuries that are catching up to, to chelsea at the moment because they they're missing quite a few players now aren't they going to this one definitely i mean uh we in the system that chelsea plays uh wing backs have a very very important role uh in terms of the attack contributions and, and both our win- yeah uh so both our wing backs uh, ben chilwell and uh, reece james did not play uh and not to mention our midfield has been seriously weakened with both uh, all three jorginho kante and kovacic being injured so uh, we had to put in saul who i think is probably the worst loan signing we have ever made uh and 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 ruben lost uh, lost a cheek uh, so uh, you know that was a pretty weak midfield a uh, pretty weak full back line i mean i, I love uh, aspiliqueta but you know at his age he's pr- probably more suited to the right center back role than the right wing back so and and alonso is alonso he, he's either going to have a great game or or he'll be abysmal so uh, you know you, you, we can't really uh, depend on alonso so that that that's where we are at uh, hopefully uh, you know i mean going by the uh, presser today uh, luckily it looks like jorginho Uh, is fit so hopefully we can have we we no longer need to have saul and so is reese james so hopefully uh, at least on the right side uh, we will have our main full back the specialist full back yeah. back in the game what, 
Yeah, what was the injury to yeah, Jorginho? Yeah. Was it the injury to his pride after that goal that he gave up? <laughs> just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, no idea. I guess it's just uh, you know some, some fatigue or yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, no, uh, yeah, but it's definitely injury, and we were extremely lucky against Watford to get anything from that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, throughout the, I mean, uh, you know, throughout the season, our defense has been something that you know I've not had to worry about a bit personally as a Chelsea fan. That uh, any game I, you, you know, we go into, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of sure that you know we'd likely not concede. Okay? But, but looking at the game that we had against West Ham, our defense was at times very oh, shaky. Man. Uh, sorry, Watford. Yeah, West Ham is the coming one. But yeah, uh, Watford, it was very shaky. And that doesn't really fill me with confidence for our upcoming game because we, we now, Watford is, I, I think, 17th or 18th in their 17. table. And, right? well, 17th. Yeah, yeah 17th. And, and West Ham is a top four team. So hopefully with these players being back, maybe it will give us a bit more uh, defensive surety. Well, if it fills you with any confidence, I mean, Watford did have a United 4-1 and West Ham did lose United. So, you know, uh, you never know how these things go. Uh, but can I talk about West Ham, actually? I mean, it's actually a good time for Chelsea to play West Ham, I think, because right now, the same, I think, could be said for West Ham as well. I think not that injuries, but games seem to be catching up to them as well. Like, yeah, uh, they, they yeah lost, probably the Europa the League. Yeah. yeah, they lost yeah. to Wolves, they lost to City, they yeah. drew with Brighton, which they probably should have won. So, I mean, mm. it's, it's a good time for, for Chelsea to be playing West Ham. I mean, it's never a good time. It's probably a good time to be playing a team of that caliber right now, considering that uh, the injuries that Chelsea have and the fact that they kind of... The form... Yeah, I mean, on the flip side, West Ham might be motivated to get something against us. It's it's a London derby as well, right? Mm-hmm. And and they, the, these games, uh, you know, West Ham, you know, usually, uh, you know... Have been known to cause upset in such games, right? And, and they definitely have good players. They have a good coach, so uh, you know I wouldn't be surprised if they pull off pull, pull off an upset upset tomorrow. But yeah, I mean going by the record, they haven't won in last three games, so that's definitely something that plays in our favor. But at the same time, that's also something that could play against us. It might make the players more motivated uh, to perform in a London derby against their London rivals. Because if you win a game like this, fans kind of tend to forget what you did in the last five games because you've just defeated a London rivals and not just any London rivals, but the team that's on the top of the table. Right? So it's a double-edged sword, I'd say. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, uh, are, are West Ham to rely on Declan Weiss? Do you think West Ham that midfield relies too much on, on Declan Weiss or do you think um, he's a cog in the machine? I think... You know, it's not only him. He he he's getting a lot of attention because he's he's an England player. It's not only him. You know, you're not talking about Suchek anymore, and he's the one who scored the goal. Uh, so I don't think he is the one. But then, yeah, it's 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 the media that kind of puts him as the main player. Maybe he's looking for a transfer or something. Maybe he wants something. I I don't know. But then he is a key player. He he plays he plays deep. He he comes in the right position. But he doesn't have the movement that Suchek has, like how he moves in a box while, you know, for the second ball when, uh, when it's, when it's a set piece and so on. Uh, so he definitely keeps them moving. I think that's, that's the, he puts in the effort. Like I, I, you know, in, in the game against Brighton, he'd lost a lot of balls, but he, he kind of was still making the effort to kind of go back, try to win it again. So it was a very, and that game again, could, could have gone like it was, it, 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 
I don't know how it en ended as a draw. I how Brighton didn't score four, I don't know. Uh, but yeah, it, it was one of those games where you you suddenly feel that again the games are catching up. So as 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 Nishikant said, you know the the game with West Ham, Chelsea. I think it's it's a great. It's going to be a treat to watch. To be frank, uh, it could it could either go like the first ten minutes. I think would define the game in my mind. I think it's it's basically going to be if Chelsea is defensive, if Reece James is again on is on his form because he's coming back from an injury as well. So you need to kind of also it's a December. It's back to back. You don't want to kind of uh, play the short game here. It's much longer. So. It's going to be. It could be KG both basically both saying to each other like you know we don't need to push each other here. Draw is good enough for both. Maybe Chelsea or West Ham, but West Ham has West Ham has nothing to lose here. Oh, I think spot so. to lose. Hmm. So it's going to be interesting. So I think it's going to be in my mind. It's it's going to be KG, but West Ham that that midfield is amazing right now. You, you know, Benrama is not for West Ham. Benrama is not. Scoring the way he did, he missed a very like it, could, it should have been the goal when he 15 within 15 minutes against Brighton. Uh, but Suchek, Rice, Bowen has been performing. They have Fornells as well, so the, it's it's a good packed midfield. They can, but it also depends how how you know how fatigued they are also because it's. I think December is going to be all about you know dead legs and cramps and people just kind of surviving. Yeah, they've also got the Europa League game coming. I don't know if they've already... Well, they, I'm sure they've already qualified, but they've uh, qualified. They want to finish top because when you finish top, you can avoid playing two extra games that you don't have to play. So, yeah. I mean, the round of 32, you won't have to play that. So that will be something that I'm sure they'll be thinking about as well. I don't know if they've already qualified in top, so that might be something. Uh, and then they've got the League Cup as well. Uh, and I think at the end, and then, you know, so there's still, there's still three fronts and plus the FA Cup will start as well. So be interesting. Uh, you talk about Brighton. One thing that we can always with Brighton is you always wonder how they don't score a lot of goals because that's, I think, been a problem for them for a long time where they create a lot of chances, but then they only score one goal or two goals. They're, I don't know. Yeah. That's something... That's always an issue, but and, and, anyway, and, and, and what's your prediction for this one for West Ham? Chelsea West Ham. I'm yeah. I'm I'm, uh, I'm I'm gonna say one one. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, why, I why this we, is the game. Have, the, yeah, when will Nishkan ever say that Chelsea will win a game? Like, when will that happen? I well, uh, last maybe, time, maybe when they have won the title and it's decided. Uh, I, I don't remember who were playing, but the last time I was, uh, you know, on your show, I said that, yeah, oh, two it was one. Leicester, I think. And I yeah, said that, said you know, yeah, I, I 2 1, but I also said I don't really see them scoring against us. And I, I said 2 1 being conservative, but, but. Uh, they didn't score against us, but you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but given the fact, you know, it's not uh, as much about defense, but with both our fullbacks gone, you know, our attack really uh, struggles without them. No, so I don't true. see us scoring a lot of goal and goals, and 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 you know, West Ham have a pretty good attack, like you said, Bowen and. Uh, you know, then they have Antonio, obviously. Antonio, yeah. Uh, mm. Yeah, fantastic striker. So I, I expect them to score a goal because, uh, you know, we conceded against um, United, we conceded against Watford, and and, and now this one. Uh, I expect us to kind of concede at least one goal. Uh, you know, just a gut feeling, and I don't I see us just, scoring a lot of goals. It's okay, I was just kind of like messing with you. That's okay. Uh, one one. I think it's it's a fair it's a fair prediction. I think. Uh, in kind of so I interrupted you before. I, I think you might have wanted to say something about Brighton, but uh, yeah, I was yeah I was just trying to say that like 
if you see the brighton game they had so many easy chances to score goals but then you know they had to uh, neil moape had to kind of do a bicycle yeah that, that's just brighton uh, i think yeah that's just brighton yeah. but anyway I'm like, um, you, you, they made it hard for themselves but anyway yeah, your, yeah. Predi- your prediction it's uh, west ham 3 chelsea 1 Oh, wow. Nishikant is going to smile broadly because he's happy. If, if somebody picks Chelsea not to win, Nishikant gets a broad smile on his face. Uh, wow. So that's a very bold prediction, actually. 3-1 to West Ham. Wow. Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, that is... Well, I mean, I don't know. Could be. It, it, because it, it, it is bold, saying, but it's not out there, to be honest. Yeah, that can <laughs> happen. No, if Kanai had said 3-1 to Chelsea, then you would have said it's out there. The, the, the other is never out there. I could say 5-0 to, to West Ham and Nishikant. It's not out there. It can happen. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel as... No, I, I don't know. Um, yeah, I think it will be two to draw. I, I think it will be a draw as well, which I'm kind I'm of I'm expecting a draw. I don't really see us conceding. I mean, our defense may not be at the best uh, right now, but three goals we are not going to concede that many. Uh, it's probably going to be a one-one draw. You know, maybe a two-two draw, like you said, but I'd still go for a one-one draw. Yeah, I just have a feeling, which is kind of sad because I mean, just we want the people. It would be nice for Chelsea to win the league because I'm tired of losing. No, it's Always. still going to be between Poole and City. Yeah, that, that, yeah as okay, much as you hate okay, that. That's enough. Yeah, I know. <laughs> that's, that's, that's <laughs> no, I would like Chelsea I mean, we, to we the are league. the surprising contenders, though, to be honest. right? I mean, we barely finished fourth. Tottenham had to help us of, of all the clubs that could help us. It had to be Tottenham. Yeah, but you didn't. And, you're and, champions of Europe, man. So. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Champions, so. In a knockout game, you know, knockout uh, tournament. Yeah, that, maybe, that's maybe a different. That's what, yeah, I should think of the league as a knockout tournament as well. Because I, I think, I think, as, I, I, I do believe that once Chelsea go off the top, I don't think they'll be able to regain yeah. the position back. So they need we to stay. And thing is, we only uh, play well while we are underdogs. The moment well, we become favorites, we don't play well. Okay. Well, anyway, well, there's some little self-deprecation, uh, Chelsea's fans' self-deprecation. <laughs> so we'll move on. Um, we'll talk about Arsenal, actually. We'll stay, on, stay in London. We'll talk about Arsenal because, I mean, Shikhar, I mean, the thing is, a lot of people were like, well, Arsenal lost the game. Was I just feel like that was that was a winnable game, wasn't it, against United? I mean, everything else, everything seemed to be going for them. It was, I, I just, I am surprised they didn't win that game, to be honest, uh, considering that they got that goal, but. It, there is a is it a, is it yeah. a is it a talent block or is it a mental block uh, that they're not able to win mm. these sort of games? What do you think is the issue? I think it's a talent block rather than mental block. I mean, people often jump on the bandwagon that Arsenal have spent so much money and uh, they have spent more than any uh, top four club or uh, I don't know if it's any, but they have spent more than any club in United. Europe. They have def- the highest spenders yeah. in Europe. Any club, yeah, they yeah. have definitely spent more than the top four uh, English club. But the thing is. You know, the players they have spent that money on aren't really the player they're going to take him, that's going to take them to top four. And rightly so, because that's a team that hasn't been in top four for a while. They finished outside Europe completely last season. So this is a team that's kind of looking to get back into Europe, right? And, and, and not a team that's looking to get back into title race. So they have signed accordingly. Now, obviously, these days... I've, you know, there's so much inflation and, and when, when a team like uh, a, a famous team from England comes to buy player, the price uh, that you would pay for the same player to a team like Watford, you would probably add $10 million to that when a team like Arsenal and $20 million if, if a team like Chelsea or Manchester City comes to buy that player, right? So that, that adds into the fact that these players have been costly, but these are not the players that, that are going to win them the league, at least not this season. They, they probably need more time. And 
if you were to, uh, I mean, uh, you're definitely asking me, but in, in my opinion, uh, they need, you know, more signings and, and you know, kind of uh, more talented players, better players than the players that, uh, the, you know, they have got right now uh, to be actually challenging for the league. And I think that's quite far away. They first need to start uh, finishing in the Europe, top five, top six for Europa and then top four and then, um, you know, challenging for the league. So, but yeah, coming to your question, uh, would could they have won the game? Yes, they could have won the game. I mean, uh, it was pretty close. I still think that, uh, you know, United had more chances. Uh, there were some saves that De Gea made. Uh, I think there was one from a set piece saves. or something. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that he made. A couple uh, of so good saves. Yeah, there was some nice Yeah, a couple of good saves. So, obviously, but but you would expect that from De Gea, right? So, uh, they, I, I wouldn't put uh, that uh, against yeah. United. Well, yeah. maybe this season, not last <laughs> okay. season. Maybe, season yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Maybe, so you, no wonder you he was the man, man, of the, man of the month for United. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, so yeah. I would expect that. I mean, yeah, it's not a surprise. I, I wouldn't put that against uh, United necessarily. That because De Gea had to ma- make a save, that means United played bad. I don't yeah. think so. Uh, I, I, I mean, for me, pound to pound, United have better players than Arsenal, and it showed yesterday. Uh, still, obviously, Arsenal could have won it. Uh, United have lost against teams, uh, but much lesser teams. But I'm not surprised that Arsenal did not win it. And uh, I see a lot on social media, Arsenal fans asking for Arteta to have been sacked a long uh, way back and, and that he he's not the right That's man. That's not going to happen. Yeah, yeah I no, mean, yeah. you know, even if it happens, I'm 100%. It doesn't matter who comes. This is not a team that is ready to challenge for the, the top four that's currently there. Uh, you know, or or even the the traditional top four. If you Ch- Chelsea, uh, City, Liverpool, and and Man United, if you see the traditional top four, this is not the team that's good enough to challenge them. And and it's not a criticism. It's just a you know, it's it's just you know, step by step, you have to go. Uh, they are where they are right now. They are where they were last season. They have to take step by step, you know, baby steps to go, you know, come back into Europe and then then think about anything else. Mm-hmm. And I think Arteta is doing that. He has made a remarkable tur- turnaround from what we saw at the beginning of the season, how Arsenal were playing. Granted, they had a lot of uh, players absent and, and that probably added to okay. the misery that, that they had had at the beginning of the season but uh, they are doing what the team is capable of i i have no surprises that they lost against uh, liverpool and they lost against uh, manchester united that's absolutely no surprise for me i think i think it's more like i think it's more like who does you know who who's who who do you expect to score that kind of have that Mm. Yeah, they're ex- players like Oba, etc. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, they're Obama not doing the job. Yeah, yeah, out of yeah. form. Oba is completely out of form. He's, you know, you just play him week in, week out, and you know he's. And then you can't, you know, you're looking at boys. You're looking at Smith Rowe mm. to kind of being your savior. Mm. Martinelli, uh, mm. Saka, like the, okay, it's it's good to have those like once in a week where mm. it's a big game. You suddenly score and you're the hero. You can't expect yeah. them to do this week in, week out. They right? need That's another what... transfer window like the one they had just now, right? Yeah, exactly. One transfer window like this is not going to help 
uh, and i think they need to kind of like i think that they, they need to get they need to tell a lot of people they need to move out a lot of people like in my mind like the ones that have not been performing i think they, they're just carrying dead weight right now there's a lot of dead weight yeah. so he got the, i think arteta is done a great job with kind of shaking the whole tree like basically saying that i don't i will get a, even a new keeper so ramsdale mm. starting everyone yeah. is like are you crazy you spend 32 million on him and then suddenly he's like he's making spiderman saves like what's happening there so he, so but then you know you you suddenly having smith yeah. row and tomiyasu even the japanese giving, guy they got uh, tomiyasu right back exactly on, tomiyasu yeah yeah tomiyasu. and he's being amazing i'm like tomiyasu yeah. ben Brilliant. white so and you know you can see nuno tavares is keeping mm. uh, their their uh, right back yeah. Uh, Tierney, he's out. He he's not getting chance to play, and he was their best player the last end of the season. Yeah. So, uh, and yeah. but but I think in the United, I would say that it it was the, there was a there was a game in second half where United didn't come scared. They were like, we are going to get, we will concede goals, but we will score more than them. Yeah, I mean we'll talk about United, obviously. I mean, well, I mean, you can't understand the point about transfer fees and like you know, uh, when a, when a, when Arsenal comes, you charge ten million. When Chelsea comes, you charge. Or City comes, you charge twenty million. When United come, United always start at thirty million more than what is supposed to be offered, <laughs> and then the club asks for another twenty million more, so they actually pay fifty million more because that's how United negotiations go. Uh, hopefully that will change. Um, but yeah, I mean, you touched on a good point there. I I, I feel Aubameyang at this point is a liability for this team. I mean, I don't know, maybe people are wrong, but I just feel that he needs to be. I I don't know what you do with him because you paid him so much money for a new contract. Do you drop him? But I think he needs to be dropped uh, for a while. Just again, you know, sometimes you just need players to be shaken up. You need to tell them that it's not your divine right to start every game. So maybe that is something. Um, but speaking, changing gears, actually, uh, we'll talk about Everton as well because that's who they're playing. Yeah, they actually had a decent start to the season. Uh, but I mean, Rafael Benitez is now like pretty much odds-on favorite to be the next person sacked because mm. I mean they lost to Liverpool pretty badly. Uh, you know, yeah, probably and now they're coming up against. Uh, yeah, but Arsenal. you know, you, you know, it's see, uh, he he would never suit their style. Everyone knew that from the start, like the way Everton used to play and how Rafa likes to set it up. He goes defensive from the start. Like he he does not he like he does not like to press immediately. So I, we knew that it was not the best way, and they're missing players. So Everton is missing. I think uh, Dominic uh, Dominic he's not there. he's the talisman right now so who there he has been a talisman for a couple of seasons now and he they're missing him really really badly right now last four you know last five games they they've not been doing well liverpool was not supposed to be easy i think the first goal getting you know getting that goal at 2-1 you know it was i think just a just a lucky break in my mind but then it's i don't think he's getting sacked I don't think he will get sacked uh, because Everton would kind of be like maybe end of the season when they know that they're they're going through a really bad patch and sacking a manager who of of Rafa's caliber they like I'm just thinking again like it it again kind of reshuffles the whole thing it doesn't help them yeah it, right now it 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 would have helped them if they were like bottom they're not bottom. so they you know and they're not they're not close to the bottom as well so they're they're, they're in the middle right now they are 14th you know doing well you know not a good streak not a good streak but they're not you know they're 15 points they're, they have some leg away there one you know next couple of game weeks if they just kind of hold off they have arsenal legs they've crystal palace then chelsea leicester and burnley so if they get a result against arsenal and crystal palace and then you know chelsea could be and it just it's just about you know it just takes one game in and one good game where you kind of suddenly gel in together and you come out as a squad 
he i think the the problem has been that they they're missing that goal scorer gray is a good player like i really like the way he kind of moves but he can't be your go to to score like crucial goals you're playing you know rondon is up you're getting richardson he's he's back from an injury you know you you were you were you were looking at uh, townsend a lot townsend was your catalyst man suddenly you know the, at the start of the season he was scoring a lot of goals but then you know it, it's you need to have a squad which which has a good backup as well like you you need that and rafa doesn't have that right now so i feel that it, it's going to take some time uh, but then i it's it, you just need to give him time I, if, if if they sack him i don't know who they get it get, get in as well No, I mean, well, Steve Bruce is available. Sam Allardyce is Always. available. So Always. Always. Yes, people out there. All the other socials available. <laughs> They want him. Oh, wow. <laughs> um, but anyway, um, well, I mean, it's interesting, isn't it? I wonder if Richarlison. This is not a question for you guys, but I wonder if Richarlison is like a B-Tech Neymar, another player who's probably whose ability doesn't not, not necessarily match the hype around him. Sometimes I feel that way, Richarlison. But, but anyway, it's it's not about him. I I feel it's not you know. What would you say no. about Zaha then? Exactly, like I'm like there. I can't... think Zaha is a good player in in a very average team, which makes him look yeah. much better than he actually is. I, I just feel that so, way. Like, and of course, he's been priced out of the market so quickly. Palace keep asking for eighty million. No one is paying eighty million for him. So I mean, that's just something. But you know, it's just weird. Anyway, uh, Nishikan, uh, what's your prediction for this one? Arsenal against uh, Everton. I hope Everton wins. <laughs> I would, uh, uh, but but I think two nil to Arsenal. Uh, Nishka, Gnei, what do you think? I think uh, it's a draw. It's going to be a 1-1 draw. All right. Well, yeah, Gnei hates London clubs. I think that's just what we have to kind of go there. He just hates London clubs. So, or at least the top London clubs. He doesn't like them. So it's like, yeah, he's yeah. pretty much going against. No, it's, it's, it's because, it, you know, both of them, you know, Arsenal has been in top form. So they, they will, I think Arsenal does score. But then... You know, Everton does get one back as well, and that's it. And they lose momentum. I, Arsenal generally, when they concede, they're kind of a little shaken. Uh, so they, they they kind of go back. So I don't see them kind of. Uh, that would be interesting. So it's, yeah, it's I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, Thursday was the first time that they've lost a game after taking the lead as well. So this season, so that's uh, oh, because yeah. that to keep in mind. Uh, we'll, we'll stay in London. We'll talk about Tottenham because. Uh, Slowly but surely, Kanaya. Uh, it looks like Conte is getting something. They got they kept a clean sheet. They won against Brentford, and Brentford is not a not a not the most uh, expansive of teams, but they can cause an upset here there. Uh, yep. And uh, yeah, it looks like uh, it's Conte ball is 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 coming around uh, Spurs. I mean, he called it his biggest challenge, and <laughs> we all know why that will be, uh, depending on what the challenge is. But uh, it looks there yeah, maybe he's starting starting to get something across. I think he's. he is coming coming across in the games you can see the intensity you can you can see you know you can you i think you should look at where hoiberg is these days he's right on that 6 yard box he had a chance as well which he missed with with where if you could if you watch the game so he is moving up so he's pushing them really really high and the best thing what i really liked was even in the 92nd minute tanganga was running for a goal like if if he had made that pass son was still running trying to score that goal so what is very clear is that he wants to kill games if they lead he doesn't want them to hold back and he's like you can score more goals and that's coming across and that's that is that i think that's conte style he he does not want it it doesn't matter if 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 you are six goals up if you have a chance in 97th minute you have to go for it and the way tanganga was running and you know the whistle was called at that moment but then i think 
it's helping a lot of players you can see a lot of i wouldn't say quality but i would say a lot of effort being put i don't know how how sustainable this is going to be because you know it's again back to back you know the, it's not an easy the, the the next game as well is not that easy uh yeah it, it it's but then he is coming through i'm definitely you know it does look that son is benefiting out of it kane is benefiting out of it and i think the biggest one is lucas moura because he is finally kind of getting that limelight which was not given to him for a really long time like all the managers they've kind of gone lucas moura is a you know he's he he got them to the final he was the one who scored the champions you know, and yeah champions and so he was suddenly mm. forgotten but then you know you can see him back with his with his skills he's quick he's really quick but then nobody use and and this is this is the, i i am really liking the the way it's shaping up as well it's 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 great to kind of i, I would say it's tottenham we did expect conte will have this impact like we everybody knew that you know conte when he comes he's not going to be like sitting he's not going to be like okay let let me give them time you know i think region did an exa- made a statement or something uh, i was reading that you know this is the hardest week that they've had like yeah then there there is no stopping and so on the trainings have been back to back and it's high intensity so it's 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 definitely coming through I, i'm not seeing players complaining i'm not seeing i'm not seeing like you know w- once you're out in the field you are like okay i'm not going to listen to what you told me or what what you've been working on they're putting the effort and they're working well mm-hmm. so it's good yeah uh, nishi i mean there's uh, three trophies they're still fighting for um spurs uh, league cup fa cup and uh, the your the conference league uh, not the premier league obviously um do you think you can win a trophy this season do you think spurs can win a trophy this season i, I nah. <laughs> straight up like no no is that i mean <laughs> i i was hoping that they'd win conference league right but then they are losing against uh, i don't know mura the, the, the mura and then they they lost against some team that you know were undecided on their name they no they that was a... rome that was jose roma that was roma oh, jo- that was jose Marine. that was jose yeah that's not <laughs> that's not yeah it's still yeah so <laughs> uh, you know i mean but i agree with kanaya there's one if there's one thing antonio conte does is, is is make sure that that the players put everything they've got in you know in the game so that's definitely something that that's a positive for uh mm-hmm. you know tottenham fans but uh, you know at at inter he had good players at chelsea he had good players at tottenham he had he has nine idiots harry kane and human son right so we just thought about lucas you know, moura being a nice player really, he yeah. i mean yeah he's okay he's okay <laughs> I, i i wouldn't really give him a place of his own yet though right so uh, so that that that's pretty much what it is with uh, tottenham you know uh, but but yeah i mean i expect them to do better than they have done before uh, antonio conte would definitely uh, improve them this season their best bet is europa conference league i i don't uh, expect them to uh, be able to win uh, you know uh, a fa cup or a league cup unless it so happens that all of the big teams like chelsea city liverpool united well city are somehow out. decide united to lose city against, is out yeah. yeah city united uh, are out. oh city united are out oh brilliant yeah, so, yeah. 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 so un- unless it so happens that chelsea and uh, liverpool play each other, each other one of them gets out and then the remaining one happens to just lose against some some random 
club out of nowhere, which which can happen in a knockout game. Uh, I don't really see uh, Tottenham winning any trophy, but still uh, the Conference League is the best bet that they have. But but from a long term perspective, Antonio Conte is probably the best coach they could have got. I think there aren't many coaches out there who are better than Antonio Conte. Uh, so it's it's definitely a huge, huge positive for uh, Tottenham and 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 the fact that they, uh, if you know, if, uh, next season they can have if if Daniel Levi decides to uh, sell Kane or or you know even without selling Kane, just invest some money in the squad. Uh, which I'm sure uh, Antonio Conte would have been promised some sort of investment when, when yeah. he was joining in. But so he is working. The, He's yeah, working on it. Yeah. yeah. If he gets the players that he wants, next season we might see a very different Tottenham at all. Yeah. Uh, just just I was doing a quick search as well while you were talking. So they've got Ren in the conference. The Ren are basically top of their group, but they've also already qualified mm. for the next round. So. Uh, you know, but that's there's level on points with the other with another team, so there's seven points each. So they need to win that one at, to make sure that they qualify. But they could win it because when have already qualified. Uh, they've got West Ham in the EFL Cup, which will be an interesting game, obviously, one way or another. Uh, Chelsea, I believe they're playing Brentford, Arsenal plays Sunderland, and Liverpool play Leicester. So there is a chance that we could have Arsenal, yeah. Chelsea, Liverpool, and uh, uh, well, Arsenal, Chelsea, and Spurs in, in the in the semi-final so yeah it'll be interesting which Arsenal yeah. would win no matter how bad they are they somehow managed to defeat Spurs uh, yeah I, I don't think our that Spurs is going to win anything this season that I I really don't think so it, it's it just it's it's good to kind of think about it but I, I don't think they're going to you know, yeah uh, they, it, it, it's too early I think con- they, fatigue will hit injuries will come and the form will drop so well, it's, yeah. it's it's about it's about kind of looking at what's exactly what Nishikan said like how, how does the transfer window look who do they get in? And they, they need to they need to back players up, like have second players, second choices, good choices that come in and make a difference in a game. Mm-hmm. Other than you know their best chance right now is Delhi Ali. Come on, they, they bring Delhi Ali on for after seven different. I'm like, why? Like, why is that? Yeah, even... Delhi Ali hasn't been performing for seasons. Exactly. That, season. that, that that's my point. I'm like, so that's your second choice. Like, that's your second choice. I, there has to be better. So that's somebody who makes an impact. Mm. So I think they oh, need a yeah. good transfer that season makes, for yeah. Conte to kind of mm. uh, make, make, yeah. you know, make a stake. Yeah, there's an interesting start as well. Harry Kane has scored, has had more managers in the Premier League than goals in the Premier League. That's a wonderful one. But anyway, uh, I will, it's still true so far. But uh, anyway, Nishka, your score prediction for this one? Uh, Spurs against, uh, what are they playing? Norwich. 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 Sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Norwich. Yeah. Yeah, that, they, they'll win this uh, 2-0. I mean, Norwich are even worse than Spurs. That, that, that's, uh, that, that sh- you know, Norwich should actually think about this comment. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, they are worse than Spurs. So, uh, you know, two okay. Spurs. Uh, I, what do you think? I think it's going to be a goal route. They're going to go all guns blazing. Just uh, set, a, set, a, set a momentum tone because they need to win the game midweek as well uh, and then they have uh, you know Brighton Leicester Liverpool so I think it's good it's a good game to build momentum I think already have they already have it with Brentford but they would want to kind of leverage on that kind of good energy and maybe five nil in my mind yeah yeah I think it'll be something for I think yeah, for four or five nil I think Kane will get a hat trick as he normally gets against teams of this caliber so 
Yeah, I, just kidding. Finally, he will be it's, able to kind of get yeah, out yeah, of the more better managers. than San Marino. Uh, yeah, well, yes, yeah, that's true. Uh, but he has been scoring a lot of goals in the conference league against other teams as well. So it's not like he hasn't been scoring goals. He just hasn't been scoring them in the Premier League. So I think Norwich is probably the closest you would get to a, a conference league team uh, in the Premier League at least. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, interesting. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, it's going to be a big bout. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, we'll talk about Liverpool against Wolves because, um, you know, that's another one. Liverpool, I mean, uh, we're talking about their defence uh, for a while. Yeah, but they look, I mean, there's something has changed. I don't know what has happened, but suddenly it, now the defence is clicking as well. The attack is obviously clicking. Uh, if, if anyone's going to stop Manchester City, it's going to be Liverpool. I think it's, you know, when you look at Mo Salah scoring with that confidence, the whole team just looks at him and be like, why are we not at that level? What's what's mm-hmm. wrong? Why can't we just step it up and then score or kind of be at that level? That is he he has single-handedly. If if Liverpool wins this season, he has single-handedly been given this to them. Like he has because Trent, if you if you if you you know the start of the season was his worst. He had an injury. He comes back and then. Salah goes on a run and Trent has a run of assists. So things have started clicking in really, really well at the right time for, for Jurgen Klopp. Yeah. I think defensively, of course, you know, you know, Van Dyke will like he he is no longer he 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 has now admitted or kind of made himself at peace that he is going to just be a good defender. And if he gets and he's going to make sure that in Trent. And you know, uh, Allison has uh, has good support behind him. They don't have to worry. They can kind of press hard, and that's how that's a system that's working. You know, even with Matip, you know, you know they had Matip coming in. Robertson is Robertson is also again they've stepped the game up. You know, and you know even in the games where they don't feel you don't you don't feel that maybe they're struggling. Like in in the in the in the Everton game as well. Like the goal that went, it was right through the middle, but they didn't lose composure. They were like, okay. It's yeah. fine. And because, again, the, the confidence goes back. They have Salah. He will do something. You know, you, you see Yota playing well. You, you suddenly start seeing Thiago scoring goals. Yeah. I'm like, what a goal. So, exactly. Yeah. Like, what a goal. <laughs> what a beauty. Like that, you've seen them, like, you've seen him play like this in Bayern Munich. And, yeah. and, and suddenly everything was lost. But then he's clicking. So, I feel that Liverpool is a different beast right now. City... You know, of course, are a different level. They have a lot of injuries right now. If if Liverpool and City play today, Liverpool will kind of crush them. City does not have the squad that right now, but then City need to be at a different level altogether to beat Liverpool. I don't really see even City being at that level to stop them. I, it's it's going to take much, much. It's going to take some injuries to Liverpool players just to kind of get 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 things shaken up. Henderson is scoring. Like just look at the people who are scoring goals mm. suddenly. Yeah. So uh, well, I mean, so yeah. it's it's so I feel that it's more like it's more like the whole team has stepped up. Of course, you know Salah has been consistent. Mane Mane had his diff, like a difficult start of the season. He was like nowhere, and then suddenly he's he's in form. Firmino maybe Firmino being injured is a good juju. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, Jota, I think uh, yeah, someone who's very uh, I still feel that he's a little bit like he goes under the radar a little bit. I think he's someone who he scares me more than the others because he always seems to like just pop up with a goal when you need it. Like absolutely, and and the confidence that, that he has, like and the confidence as well, like 
you know uh, the way the way when he does like, that absolutely yeah. like he's always there i'm like how did he reach like mm-hmm. what's happening how why yeah. is he here um yeah uh, nishikant they're talking about uh, tiago i mean we used to call him thumbs up well we're now tasting the thunder from him so you know that's what's happening as a little bit of a, of a south asian yeah, joke there one, for those one who get goal. it Uh, I mean great goal but yeah but he's been scoring goals he's been scoring goals he's yeah. been getting assists i think he's is is he finally is finally attuned to to the liverpool style and i'll give a few more games before i uh, make any comment on it because it's you know the comment that we have been making was after uh, uh you know watching a lot of games where he didn't do anything Right. so liverpool definitely uh, you know their team looks uh, a lot more cohesive right now and and i think they are the they are probably the scariest team in the league they are mm-hmm. the biggest threat for anyone who thinks that they could win the title right so uh, i think uh, yeah so I, i i you know any team that comes up against liverpool be it city or chelsea or anyone uh, you're always at the risk of getting thrashed the way they are playing and it's not just uh, mo salah you know mane jota everyone is uh, contributing and even thiago has started right now right so uh, it's definitely an incredible team but specific to thiago he he's had few good games but i would still hold my judgment before uh, you know putting any garlands over him and Yeah, see, him, I, uh, see, I tried to help Nishikan there purposely in Chelsea out. I was like, well, no, no, Chelsea will leave Chelsea out. But then Nishikan was like, no, no, Chelsea have to be included as well in the title race. You can't, you can't just say City. So, yeah. Anyways, what, so. what is interesting about, what is about, interesting about Liverpool is like, I mean, we have the highest the league, so I goal difference as well. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. I know, I know. yeah. Yes. They have yeah. the highest goal difference as well, mm. like amongst all three. Like, yeah, we'll, they're, we'll they're actually talk plus. about goal difference. Because I actually have a very interesting question about that. We'll come to that later. Um, I mean, I mean, it, you know, Liverpool do have one point more than they should because I, I think Chelsea should have won that game, and Anfield, I think they were wrong. Uh, you know, and I, I mean, that's something. But I mean, we might look back at that result and go like, how did Chelsea get a draw out of that game at Anfield, and you know, how did they do that? Well, maybe that would be a very defining, defining point. Um, so anyway, we'll come, we'll, we'll see what happens there. They're taking on Wolves, who kind of like a middling team. They do well, uh, then they don't do so well. So I mean, I, I'm not. And Wolves for me, I, I feel that they always bend over for Liverpool, and they they trouble every other team in the league. But then Liverpool come to town, they're like, well, okay, fair enough. How many goals do you want to score? Conor Cody is a ex Liverpool player, so he's like, you know, I could never make it for you guys, but I can help you. You know, here comes <laughs> so I, I don't know. That's <laughs> yeah, something. But anyway, uh, can I have your score prediction for that one? So I need to vent that out for Wolves because uh, yeah, they annoy me. I think Liverpool. it's four four nil. Four nil to to, to Wolves Liverpool. or to Liverpool? <laughs> Liverpool. Salah hat trick maybe. ஒருவன்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்ட்ஸ்
you know, but uh, they, they just seem to like keep rolling, just keep rolling. Yeah, I guess it comes from the manager. You know, the, everyone knows exactly what they have to do. They have, uh, you know, Pep's been there for years now and, and they kind of know how they want, how they need to play. It doesn't matter who's injured, whether they have a striker or they don't. Everyone knows how they need to move, what they need to do, how they need to control the game. And Pep's been known for that. You know, his teams have always uh, controlled the game really well. And that's exactly what Manchester City do. You know, they might not be as uh, swashbuckling as Liverpool and, and, and blowing teams away. But you go down, you know, you go a goal down against Manchester City and it's a pretty uphill task to come back because they control the game so well that everyone has been thoroughly drilled and they know exactly what they need to do, where they need to be. And, and most importantly, where my partner is going to be, where my mates are. So everyone, and, and that's been a trademark of um, uh, Pep Guardiola's teams, yeah. be it at Bayern, be it at, uh, I mean, we all know Barcelona and definitely now in Manchester City. So no surprises there. Yeah. yeah can I, I mean, uh, are strikers overrated? Did you, I mean, because City surely don't need one. I mean, I guess the question is, I, I, I mean, City don't have a striker per se, but they have goal scorers. They have people who can score goals. So I don't think scoring goals is, I mean, I know people talk about XGs and things like that, but at the end of the day, it doesn't seem to be much of a problem for them because they're getting the goals when they need to get them. I think it's that's the, that's the Pep system. Like, it doesn't matter. Like, you know, it's not about, you know, if 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 any other, like if Liverpool didn't have three strikers, Jürgen Klopp's system won't work. Like that's that's how good Pep is. Like he's made a system where he, you know, you can. He's made a system where you know he's not basically. He doesn't need a striker. He's made a system that works for him that way. Yeah. Bernardo Silva is playing at a level which we have seen him like five years ago, maybe. And he's back. That goal was like, like do you need a striker if you look you look at that goal? Like the way the, the ball is moving, the suddenly comes in and it's, he just side foots it to top corner. So I don't think they're over it, but it's a system that works for you. It's a system that works for Pep. He has, and that's his, that's his brilliance. Now, can you imagine that he is playing Premier League champions? He's, he's like minus the cup. He's in all leagues. And then he's playing without a striker and he's still winning. So, and I think that the objective is pretty clear for city they have to get through this period because they have they know it's the hardest part this is the part where they have generally crumbled as well they've they've had they've hit a rough patch they've had suddenly a bad game and then they go maybe fifth in december end and then suddenly they have to pick up the pieces and then go on a crazy run where they don't concede or lose a game for like ages so mm. this is but this is something which i think pep has learned from maybe last year where he, they just dropped the ball and it just went away. The, the confidence was shaken. Everyone was kind of making mistakes for no reason. So these are the games where he just wants the results. He's not, he's not thinking of scoring six, seven, five, eight, whatever. Just get the win, get the points in. Let's move on to the next game. So he, I think the objective is very clear. They don't, so they don't, they don't have a striker. That's the reality. I don't think they're going to go for anybody in January. Uh, I don't know if, if they go for Vlaovic from uh, Florentina. I don't know. Could be, I don't know. Yeah, but then he's been, yeah, Vlahovic has been linked with the city, with Arsenal. Exactly. Um, yeah, guy Everybody's probably the, the best striker available right now. If you don't consider right. Hall, I mean, yeah, at cheap, what I mean. Yeah. Haaland and, and Mbappe are so, probably 
So if they even if they don't get him, mm-hmm. I don't think they'd need him. They would be like, okay, we are doing well. We don't need to pay you crazy money to. Uh, and also, what, what is interesting? What I I don't know if I'm not sure stays. if uh, Vlaovic really suits City. You know, he's that tall, big striker like Edin Dzeko. Right. No, and, but then and, and Pep City. could Pep could use him in a different way. So that that's also something you know. Pep yeah, has, you, you always need know. a backup striker when you. you know, yeah, exactly. Like when you, know, you don't you have, have a striker, even when you don't have a striker, mm-hmm. you need a backup striker. Right? That that's that so, was Jesus because they're not scoring. The they're not scoring mm-hmm. goals with headers, so they're missing all on that all on that side of it. So so they 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 every all all goals have to be open play. So all ground everything. So it's a lot of much work rather than kind of having one tall striker maybe just to finish or kill the game, but. again the point is it, it i also feel that it's maybe way pep is thinking about his future as well he because he has not said that and you know he made a statement that this is you know could be that if, if the only club he will coach ever when he's back or is it's city so he's kind of starting he's he's doing those talks which he did at barcelona where he's like the only club that i will ever coach in spain is barcelona and then when he was in uh, you know germany he said the only club i'm going to ever coach is going to be bayern munich he's, uh, he said yeah, it yeah well, to be fair i mean if you if you don't coach bayern munich who do you coach in germany and if but, you don't but coach that, but then real and barcelona who else will you coach in spain so but then that's, again in in a year and a half he he left that club that's what i'm trying yeah, to say that, that's that's maybe, pretty common yeah that's pretty yeah, so he's so he, he he's very he's very tactical about it as well so i also feel like he's much more relaxed now he's no hmm. he's no he, the team knows that they've spent enough time yeah but bayern couldn't have uh, backed him financially as city did so yeah. probably that's Absolutely. why he's more relaxed now mm-hmm. yeah. yeah and, 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 and also, another thing and with also bayern the team, is nico what was that nico kovac autumn won the double right with bayern yeah and yeah. and so he won premier league so did pep guardiola so pretty much there's no difference right uh, pep guardiola guardiola inherited a treble winning team and could not win champions league or could not even reach a final with them right so I, i think the pressure at uh, bayern is was probably a different kind of pressure wherein winning the league alone is not con- considered success wherein maybe uh, in premier league if you you know even if it's manchester city if you won the league it's a successful season right so there are i guess those are the things plus obviously you know the financial backing that he has at manchester city uh, he he wouldn't have gotten it at barcelona he wouldn't have gotten it at Uh, well maybe he could have gotten it at barcelona at that time uh, yeah. but definitely not at bayern munich right now or or when he was there uh, so yeah that probably yeah. is I mean, why yeah the striker thing is interesting because if you look at his career i don't think i think lewandowski aside i don't think he's actually ever really worked with yeah. strikers i mean he fell out with eto he had david villa with... and he played him as a winger sorry on the right even david villa yeah david villa played as a left yeah. wing left wing i think right left wing ah, left, yeah. wing, left, left wing sorry left wing yeah uh, the guy i mean he fell out with ibrahimovic he fell out with mandzukic he fell out with well, aguero mm-hmm. he pretty much even though he cried when he left he didn't actually use him when he had the chance to um so you know i mean yeah i don't i don't i don't i don't think pep does strikers i think he likes uh, multifunctional players players who can play yeah. on goals so I, i don't think he likes those who can just play through the middle and lewandowski for some reason was an outlier which i don't know all that happened but uh, yeah that's i guess maybe that's because he's robert lewandowski uh, but uh, yeah that, that's uh, that's uh, it's, it's a thing it's an interesting thing i mean there's so many players that we can talk about at city because i i do feel though in some ways that he took the piss out of psg by playing zinchenko as a false nine i think i was just like i'm saying okay there you go but anyway i will go to play score predictions i think we'll start with you can hear the same buddy thinks going to the score they're playing uh, they're playing uh, not playing watford so i mean you know um 
Yeah, it's it's I think it's it's just, I think if I don't know, two three nil, maybe three nil two. The the only problem with Watford is like they are surprising as well. So if if I I I would say I would say three one then okay let's I, I might I, they might concede they might concede in my mind. One yeah, Nishka, uh, what do you think? Three nil. Three nil to City. All right, yeah, yeah. yeah Watford are surprising. Uh, they do pull up. Yeah, they they did well against United. They did well against Chelsea. They so can make it. And I'll be glad if they defeat City. I just don't see that happening. <laughs> I think everybody will be glad, yeah. Um, yeah, I think everybody yeah, Chelsea will be, will be happy. So, yes, yeah. for sure. Um, yeah, it's going to be a walk in the park. Oh, my God. Those are the famous last words, aren't they? From <laughs> famous last words, right? They walk in the park. Oh, my God. Nah. Okay, well, I'm going to hashtag that because that, that is something very interesting. I'm going to hashtag that. I'm going to put that in the comments for people to know. This is what Nishikana said. After after match day two, finally... Hey, it's what fed. Yeah. yeah <laughs> no, you know what? You know what? I, I think Nishad is some vendetta against Manchester clubs here because he never Sorry, says it's a walk in the park for Chelsea. Yeah. No, 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 no. These are walk in the park for Manchester clubs. Anyway, speaking of Manchester clubs, we'll we'll uh, run this off because I know we're running out of time. So we're going to talk about Manchester United. Um, against Crystal Palace, can I? I mean, we had Ralph Ragnick. He's finally in. All the work, visa permits, everything, whatever need to be done, got done. Um, had his first press conference today as well. Um, and the and you know what's interesting though I mean obviously Carrick has left as well uh, so it's like almost like a clean break but what are you expecting from United going into this, this game against Crystal Palace? I just expect to win. That's it. I'm not expecting anything else. I mm-hmm. don't want anything flashy. I don't want Ralph Ragnick to kind of be like, okay, I'm here. I don't. I don't want you know crazy stuff happening in the game and suddenly you're like, why are we changing this much? So I would just simply a win is a good start. That's because this is a new beginning. You know, you you have to understand from how how it's been. Uh, you know, we've been speaking about it and uh, Ole going, Carrick starting again. You know, and just you know, and, and he leaves. He's he's the undefeated manager uh, United ever had. So he comes yeah. and then Ralph Ragnick comes in and yeah, he's a legend. Now. So Ralph Ragnick comes in. He it's it's not enough time. You know, he had a press conference early morning so that he could spend some more time with the team and so on. He has a quick game. And Crystal Palace and United have generally not been that kind. Sometimes United, sometimes yes, sometimes not. It's it's yeah. It's been one of those games where United kind of does something, tries something fancy now and then, and then fails. And, you know, you have, you have Zaha suddenly scoring a couple of goals. And you have, you know, you have Benteke suddenly kind of putting headers not wide anymore, but into the goal. Uh, so it, it's I. So that's what my expectation is. I I don't want him to change the squad much. I don't know what he does with the squad. First of all, I don't even want. I don't know how to, what to expect. He likes good press, but you know, if, if you mean good pressing, is Fred running everywhere like crazy? That's not good press in my mind. I don't know how he's going to change it because he doesn't have that. He, maybe maybe Van der Beek. I, so what is? I'm going with a clean slate here, but basically now this is this is where we start again. This is basically our Norwich. Right? This is our season starts now. That that's that's exactly. it. it works for Arsenal. I, 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 would, I would not say I, I would not say I wouldn't say no, I would not say <laughs> Arsenal, I would not say Norwich. It's it's United kind of kind of again rebuilding as always. Because you know, we've it's not had a consistent rebuild. It's always been like we've tried to rebuild, we've broken, we've tried to rebuild, we've broken, we've tried and it's fine, you know. At least the good thing is the club always is, is trying. They're not just kind of giving up and being like, "Okay, what do you expect more from us?" 
they're getting a, so and and a good part as well as like if I, if i just go by ralph ragnick's theory and the way he you know people have been talking about it there's a lot of analysis on it the game the style what what is interesting to me is that it brings change and it also pushes people to perform more because he is going to be key to for the future of the club as well like there are there are so many contracts on the table right now that that need to be sorted out so i think everybody has to kind of look at that side like in my if if you know if united right all the players right now will be like he is going to make decisions for next 2 years he's going to that, be here yeah, that's that's the plan we'll see if that if that's if that happens but i guess a win in my mind against crystal palace is a good start yeah a, a steady start uh, and then we build from there Yeah, they all be into. I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess, you can't expect too many changes. It's kind of, I mean, there's three players that are being talked about a lot. I mean, one, uh, Cristiano Ronaldo, Harry Maguire, and Donny Van de Beek right now. I mean, Donny Van de Beek has been out of looking in. Uh, now they're like, well, maybe he can finally start games. Um, and Ooh, then you've maybe. got Harry Maguire and Ronaldo, obviously for different reasons. What do you see the future for those three players under Van de Beek? And I know it's only six months, but what do you see the future holding for those three players? Do you see them having a role at United? Do you see them yeah. being dropped? Um, it's really tough to judge Van de Beek. right uh, by any standards guy hasn't played at all right uh, and and you know the same thing happened and I, i you know you, i can say the same thing happened in the carrick but really carrick was there for three games so uh, you know that uh, carrick might be biased by the fact that his former bo- boss had some sort of ideas and he may just be you know capitalizing on that so you you never know it's really tough to say what would happen to vanderbeek maybe he can you know this could be a uh, fresh start for him he he might get a new life uh, under ralf ragnick uh, as far as cristiano ronaldo is concerned i think the fact you know he he's not probably if ragnick is looking for a pressing game where you know you press from the front cristiano is not the guy for that but then uh, whom would you bet if you want to get a certain goal that would be cristiano ronaldo so i i i think cristiano still starts you know he he would probably still play cristiano because the world has not seen a goal scorer like him in in last 20 years or so so he still deserves his place harry maguire should not be part of any top 5 6 premier league team uh, so i i think you and united and he should definitely not be a captain of manchester united you know uh, so ralf ragnick or uh, you know whether ralf ragnick da- makes a change or not you know maybe he he might not decide he might decide against it given that he's only there for six months and might uh, you know put this off for longer run because he's going to be there for next two uh, years or so as a consultant or as a footballing director role or he might just put it off for the next coach it's it's their headache and not mine all i need to do is finish in uh, top four and that that's what i have to do so he might go around that uh, that way but uh, you know if he plays high line and 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 uh, you, you know and and uh, very high pressing very high tempo game maybe maguire is not the player for that so uh, he might keep him on bench and probably gradually fade him out and eventually whoever becomes the captain in his absence would likely take over as the permanent captain uh for united but that that's just me uh you know just that's that's me speculating and probably united fans wishful thinking that you know maguire is pushed out yeah I, i wouldn't blame that 
right yeah so I, but uh, yeah if you were to ask me maguire is not a united level player maguire is not a top four level player maguire is definitely not a captain material for manchester united yeah it's a funny yeah. one with ali maguire because at times i mean in a back three he does look like a serviceable defender like i mean you know he was in yeah. the euro 2020 team of the tournament so you don't just i mean i know international tournaments are really not the best place to judge yeah. players but i mean he did there's something there that he has it's just it's it's weird because it, it just feels like uh, uh i mean either whether he's not able to put i mean it's it's a different pressure to play 38 games in a season and then suddenly yeah. to play 50 mm. 60 games in a season that you play in the champions you know when you're playing top clubs uh, you know a lot of people don't realize there's a step up there of playing 40 50 games Uh, the guy has been relegated games. more times than he has won trophies so well that yeah i mean yeah <laughs> yeah those things are there right but i mean that it's but, just yeah. it's it's a different pressure i think i don't know maybe he doesn't have the ment- the aptitude the mentality i think it's i think it's that. more it's i think it's more about it's more about the way he i i think he he has he is he's yet to cope with the fact that he is at manchester united yeah like, i mean I maybe if you guys keep him as a backup center back right you you could probably yeah, but, go easy on him yeah but like, then you maybe he's a second choice like a third choice on him and 70 million you can't yeah yeah that it. price definitely doesn't it doesn't uh, help it doesn't well. help yeah, it doesn't help for him i it doesn't exactly, help so, but, him doesn't help yeah, anyone well yeah I, I well, the other think, issue but, for yeah for him yeah but that i wouldn't blame him for he's, he he exactly. was he wasn't the one yeah, that you know yeah well the other issue though i mean the clearly the two best centers are varan and bai at the club right now if you go right now Uh, yeah. the problem is both of them are so injury prone they will not play you know they, they will be lucky if they last five games uh, together yeah. so uh, you know at some point he will have to come back in the side yeah. him and that's maybe ragnik will Lindelof. have some ideas for uh, january transfer window i mean he's there uh, his main role is going to be someone who uh, decide on yeah. which player comes which player goes and all those things so he might already have ideas and probably it'd be wise if the club starts building from the january transfer window yeah i think that's i think that's exactly what i was thinking like because he he has be. he has a nice window he has a lot of contracts on the table you know he can start discussing yeah. and kind of thinking about long term he's there for two years advising and i think interim manager is just i think a part of the job that he does but you know there there is a much more strategic level like a sporting director i think this is this is a good way also kind of uh those you know i think the spurs getting in pretty kind of pushes everything like because suddenly now you feel it's actually serious now you you can't have you know um uh woodward doing ed doing the business he hasn't you know he's he's okay you know i i won't say he's the best i won't say he's the worst he's done what he could do best for him nobody like, will say he's the best he, he, yeah. he's the finance he's a finance guy and definitely exactly. so he doesn't know football and he doesn't uh, understand so yeah, yeah he can't do uh, that anyway yeah so, i mean i, mean, I want to spend too much time on, on this as well i think we but i guess maguire does start in my hours. mind i don't think ragnick will drop him in the first game i think yeah. what yeah, you know, i get your point i think that's he's going to make a point that he knows what like he plays him and then kind of Yeah, fades him away gradually. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't think anybody yeah, will be like radically yeah. dropped no. right away. I think that. Yeah, be much of a I, I don't think he'll make a lot of changes in the first game. I mean, yeah. he, yeah. he he would won't. like to see what players are you exactly. know yeah. are trying um, to do. So that one, that's for every manager, not just yeah. Well, one, yeah, yeah. Well, one player can I that that stood out to me. I mean, I know Ronaldo scored two goals. Bruno scored a goal. The one player, and I know Fred was like on pretty much like I don't know what he was on, but he was on something that was like going the like, yeah. schizophrenic performance. But I think sometimes he thought he was playing for. Uh, uh, for uh, who would they even play? Arsenal, and sometimes they're playing for United. I don't know, but the one player that actually stood out for me was Jadon Sancho because I mean he played on the left. Uh, I don't think he had a remarkable game, but uh, two crucial passes that led to goals. Yeah. Uh, you know, and playing on the left for some reason I don't know why he played on the left, but he did. 
is it are we starting to slowly start seeing glimpses of, of maybe what why united decided to spend 75 million pounds on him see you know that's the thing that he he's just had two games he has just had two well, four good now, games right yeah well, look like you know four mm-hmm. okay if you want okay yeah four good games yeah well and, yeah you know, I mean, done the ones and uh, the not other competitions too right so yeah yeah. yeah, but I'm I'm talking Premier League only because I feel oh, okay. that the intensity in Premier League is much bigger. Okay. It's you know it's other than the I think Europe is much more like a way to kind of side like a side hustle kind of a thing. Okay, you do well there, it doesn't. But then Premier League is kind of the it, because you know where where is United getting pressured the most? That's Premier League. So mm-hmm. you need to perform there rather than prove yourself that you're top one or two. You're fighting right. there one and number. So I I feel that. So Sanchez had a you know good couple of games. I'm, I'm not denying he has not he doesn't have he's not a good talent. He's an amazing talent, but he needs to build on this. The problem with with players with Sancho is that like like I, I'm not saying that it's him, but there is no consistency. You can't really trust them. You can't be like okay he's going to perform week in week out. He's going to have a good game once, twice, thrice, but then can he go at Bruno level like when Bruno came, like 15 games. Amazing, like 17, 20 games, the best playmaker ever for United. That's what Sancho should look for. And, and I think he has that capability. I'm not denying the talent. But if he's waiting for Holland to come for Borussia to help him, that's going to take longer. Yeah. I, no, I, I want yeah. him to, yeah, maybe, but he, you no, know, he is key. He is key here to, because it's, it's a long season, it's, it's a lot of games, he will get a lot of chances. And I think Ralph Ragnick is one of those coach, or, you know, he's one of those managers who likes to kind of throw in the towel for a young player and be like, let's see, let's just let's just play the whole like like Greenwood yeah, did. Just, like we had Greenwood as well the same way. But mm-hmm. Sancho, you spend so much money, and again, he is new. He needs time and he needs nurturing. That's the and if you give him that, he, he's a top talent. Yeah, I think it's it's he's getting there slowly. I mean, obviously, he doesn't have the replays right and uh, does well on the right, and then suddenly the matches just go play on the left. I don't know why he did that, but anyway. Uh, Nishikant, a quick uh, score prediction for this one: uh, United against Crystal Palace. Uh, so two one. Two one. Uh, Kaniya, what do you think? Two United. Yeah. Two United. I think it's a two one nil to United. Two one United. One United. Interesting. Kaniya is thinking that they'll keep a clean sheet, something that they don't really do that much. But uh, yeah, which is um, why I said two one. <clears throat> That'll be interesting. They haven't kept a clean sheet, by the way. I think for fifteen or sixteen games now at, yeah. at Old Trafford, they haven't kept one. So that's a, it's a weird statistic. But anyway, um, we've got two more questions because we're going to wrap this up very quickly. Uh, so we'll start with this. What's one. So your prediction about... on that, Roy? I'm sorry. What's your I... prediction? God, I, don't, I don't know. Ah, God, I, you know, every boy in my body is telling me that this is this is going to be one of those games where you think it's all going to go right and then it all goes wrong. So I just yeah that, you know, that like, that's what every bone in your body every uh, that's that's why I'm that's why I'm saying no you, you see what I predicted United to win the game and then they lost it okay so yeah. see I got I predicted United to win against Watford they lost and Ollie got sacked okay I don't want to do that to Ralph in his first <laughs> I mean, Ralph is not getting sacked so don't worry about that oh god yeah. um <laughs> no it's hard to say isn't it um you know what I, I I just have a feeling I have a feeling this one is going to be a three three draw I just have a feeling hmm. because we're going to be playing a new wow. style. They're going to be playing something that's totally different. I just have a feeling Maguire is going to dad dawdle on the ball at some point. He's going to give her a goal. Uh, something, I don't know, Fred might just, you know, decide, you know what, I, I've stamped on the hair. This time I'm going to stamp on some other player. I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that it's going to be like a high-scoring draw. But you know what? I'd rather take a entering three, three draws than a nil, nil draw or whatever. So I'd rather, I'm not I'm not worried about that. Um, but I, I think, I just have a feeling it's that's going to be nice. one of those high-scoring That's nice games. to know. 
Yeah, I think it'll be that. But but there's a couple of questions that I do want to watch out though. Uh, this can we talk about goal difference? And this is an interesting one. The top three have like an amazing, incredible goal differences. Uh, like I just mm. go through this right now: thirty-three, thirty-two, and thirty-one. That is the goal difference for those three mm. teams. And then, well, not you know. Sorry, that's the points: twenty-seven, twenty-one, and thirty-one. That is the yeah. that is the goal difference. And then you got West Ham on eight, and then everybody else is like <laughs> minus or zero or so thereabouts. Like this. Literally, only two teams that have a zero goal difference, and everybody else is a minus one. We're talking everybody beyond top four. I mean, that is just, I mean, what insane. what is that? That's is yeah. It, I'm looking those, at it right now. Yeah, is yeah. it that those three teams are just beyond everyone else? Is, I, I don't know. Is it like the case of the other teams being shit? Is it the case of the top three being really, really good? I, it's a, it's it's. A, no, I think it's a case of top three being really, really good. If you look, if we see, uh, you know, down from top four, that just tells me that every team is scoring. right every team has player who players who can score against any other team uh, right and 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 when it comes to liverpool they have uh, conceded uh, you know more goals uh, than you know uh, the other top two team uh, but then they have scored they they are the highest goal scorer in the in the league by 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 quite by some distance mm-hmm. right so uh, yeah i i think yeah. it 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 shows the competitiveness of the league as well and the and also the fact that the top 3 have been really really good city and chelsea you could say have been amazing defensively and liverpool have just been blowing everyone out of the park with their attacking style and the others have you know other games you know other teams have been you know coming across teams who uh you know uh, are pretty competitive so it, it hasn't been you know anything like uh you know bottom teams are not being able to yeah. lesser teams are not being able to score a lot and and uh, you know top teams are just uh, obviously they're going to score more than them but but it's been quite competitive so yeah i, I don't really know what quite what to it's, make I, of this but yeah it's just class it's, i think it's just they're just showing the class that they 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 all like and yeah. and you know you you have to i don't think it's now i i i don't think it's it's this season it's yeah. just showing this season so starkly i think it's or maybe building, it's a shift towards building. teams trying yeah, to exactly. score more yeah, you know trying I, to play a bit building. more attacking football yeah exactly i think it's just been building over the last couple of seasons like you see them mm. always pushing for more like and these are the three clubs who have consistently been on top Okay, Chelsea scraped through last season, but then you know, you know, Nishikant, you can say whatever, but they were really brilliant throughout. They 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 did really well uh, in, in yeah in, in Champions Europe League, and yes, yeah, and in Premier League they they were doing well. They had a tough time. Okay, Lampard mm. and you know, but then yeah, I mean, even with Lampard, uh, you know, yeah. we we did really we we had like I think ten or twelve games where we uh, went undefeated or some some exactly. So, uh, so yeah, so, so it's been so that's so so what I'm saying trying to say is like they have tasted this. consistency mm. so they know what it takes to kind of be at this level within game week 14 we're getting into game week 14 and look at the goal difference so these are clubs who know how to score like 100 goals who have to have in you know, a goal difference of 100 points 100 points like so the mentality is way different so this is what i really love about this this title race as well is the fact that these three clubs have over the last 3 years built themselves to that level that you know you can really see the difference you can have a one off game like one of you can you can lose to wolves you can lose to arsenal what top 3 can lose to any random team once in a while but then 
they know how to bounce back they know what it takes to kind of come back and because they've had that pressure for last five seasons three seasons four seasons and all have been winners like in some capacity city have been winning the league liverpool won the league champions league chelsea won the league uh, uh, chelsea won the, uh, with the the champions league so that's what what is clearly showing and you can see the struggles from four to like i think you can go down to 10 you can see where leicester is you can see how leicester is struggling you can look at mm. united like of course in, i'm very clear everyone knows what united is going through spurs so it, it's it just takes you know you have to have that winning mentality you have to have that you know you need to go through that real pressure and then come out of it of course it's all to managers of course is also the way the managers and the players respond to this so that you know i'm just looking at what bundesliga is like the plus 24 bayern and you know the next is plus 16 or something so there is no league right now even 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 i think the the the, the la liga is not there it's it's it, i think it's completely and this is i think it also shows everybody wants to be here like look at the managers yeah look at the man if you if you just mark the managers who who are like norwich you look at who who people are fighting about norwich jobs in in, in on premier league hmm. yeah oh, yeah, yeah i mean uh... it's the place to be uh you know if 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 uh, uh if spain has the best players and if germany has the best players we we have the best coaches and and i guess uh you know that would probably attract the better players and exactly. also other coaches who want to compete against these people right? absolutely so, absolutely it's a wonderful yeah it's a good outlook for the league and that's why the european super league had six premier league teams the only league that six <laughs> one because then, yeah as yeah i mean it's it's a, it's, a, it's something isn't it yeah spurs uh, made the cut right yeah. sorry uh spurs was there first state i mean yeah, i was surprised yeah, 16, that arsenal yeah, spurs, did arsenal spurs, oh. i mean united made the cut i mean yeah i know i don't know, I know what what super league would ever have those three teams in them on current form anyway uh but yeah anyway that that's a, that's, a, that's a different conversation for another day i'm sure we'll have that again in a couple of years that's not gone in here absolutely i'm sure we'll have that but anyway uh, and i no final questions for you guys since you can't who's your uh, if you if uh, if anybody is doing their fantasy premier league team uh you what's, what's your one pick for them that must have for this weekend well oh, you know i i really do not uh, i know you asked me this last time and i have absolutely no clue about fantasy premier league yeah, it's a player that time, you watch yeah Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about, I'd say, I'd say uh, West Ham. You know, choose some players from there because, uh, given the game that they have, uh, Chelsea. They play Chelsea. I, They play Chelsea. Yeah, Who picks wow. up Chelsea? Oh my yeah, god! Yeah, I know. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Pick wow. a West Ham player so you can jinx really? them. That, that's what. That's really? what you can do. Yeah. Wow. Pick a West Ham player no. so you can jinx them. Oh my no, god! No, because I have two no. defenders from Chelsea already. I've already said Yeah, I mean definitely you can so, pick Chelsea defenders if you if you no want to make uh, anyone from yeah, Chelsea I sold Antonio. Yeah. I've, I've uh, but if you want to pick attackers don't go for Chelsea pick someone like I mean Salah is the obvious choice obviously. Uh wow. apart from that you can pick probably wow. you know yeah. maybe Mount scores uh, a hat trick. I know. Yeah. But, Yeah, you know what? I, I don't think you're not going to ask this kind of question. This is not like an exercise in jinxing. Okay, Kane, uh, who do you think? No, I know my win? team, man. We 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 cannot score. Our our I I I get surprised by the fact that Chelsea right now have 33 goals. I was looking at the table uh, when yeah. when you, you when you asked it, us to, 
and I was surprised that we have 33 goals. I knew we didn't have, we haven't conceded a lot. I was not expecting that we would have scored uh, that many goals. I think it's the second highest goals uh, probably mm -hmm. in the, uh, yeah, yeah, it is second highest in the And Lukaku league. is still not started, started scoring. So yeah, Lukaku hasn't started scoring, and and that worries me, right? We don't have Ben Chilwell. We don't. I don't know the exact uh, who has scored how many, but if probably Ben Chilwell uh, and 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 Reece James combined, I think there have been seventy percent of our I think, goals. I think seventeen okay. scores. Yeah, we're kind of. Uh, yeah, we have a lot of scores. 17, uh, 17 that's a, Yeah, that, that's okay, a good thing. Right? Of, you scored a lot of goals. Yeah. We've kind of yeah, gone long already. I think people are kind yeah. of a little bit so. Can I just quickly who's your pick? I mean, I just. Yeah, I think it's Son. I think it's Son in my mind. Who means Son? Yeah, Son. So he's a he's a Son. he's a must-have in my mind. Yeah, well, yeah. Uh, then the Spurs are playing Norwich, right? So yeah, you pick Son. Yeah. You know what? I will take a page from Nishikan's book and I will say take will put Wilfred Zaha in your team. That that that's who you should pick. Pick Wilfred Zaha in your team. That that's yes, you do play that game. Oh my God, this is so funny. Uh, but anyway, uh, thank you, Nishikan. Thank you, Kanaya, for this wonderful, insightful show. I know we went quite a bit longer than usual, but you know we're kind of doing two shows at once, so that's why we. I've kind of gone a bit long, but I hope you enjoyed the analysis and discussion. And uh, if you have any comments, just let us know in the comment and, and you know, let us know as well. What do you think of the games? What did you think? What do you think will happen? Uh, you know, what do you want to see this weekend? Uh, let us know. I'm happy to read those out and check those out. Uh, if you did enjoy the show, please also remember to like, share, and subscribe to the channel. And uh, have a great day or night, whatever time you're watching this. And we'll see you again very, very soon. Take care. Bye bye. Oh, by the way, yes, thank you, Rishikan. Thank you, Kareya, for joining. Uh, really thanks appreciate for, your insights thanks as well. for having us. Yes, thanks everyone. All right, take care. Bye bye. Bye.